Hello, welcome to a new podcast feature from MedTech Insight, Report Digest, where myself and a market expert discuss a recent report published by our sister product, MedDevice Tracker. This week, I'm speaking to Phil Greenfield, who used to be the editor of MedTech Insight and is the author of a report titled Liquid Biopsy for Oncology. To start with, for audience members who may not be familiar with the current oncological liquid biopsy space, could you perhaps give an overview of what it does, why it is needed and who it is used on? Hi Barnaby, sure. Liquid biopsy products include testing kits and molecular platforms that amplify and or sequence cancer biomarkers for capture and analysis. Uh, Molecular platforms utilize various sequencing techniques typically dependent on the biomarker being analyzed to increase the concentration of biomarkers from a biological fluid sample. A liquid biopsy assay can be classified based on the type of marker being analyzed. Uh, This might include circulating free DNA or circulating tumor DNA circulating tumour cells, extracellular microvesicles and exosomes, protein biomarkers, or RNA and microRNA. Uh, liquid biopsy assays are categorised by clinical application, for example, early detection, therapy selection and companion diagnostics, recurrence monitoring and biopharma development. Currently, the most common clinical applications for commercialised liquid biopsy assays are minimal residual disease and recurrence monitoring, and therapy selection. Currently, circulating tumour DNA-based assays account for the largest share of the total liquid biopsy product sales due to large volume of these assays having been made commercially available compared to other types of assays. Brilliant. Who are the big players in this space? Is there any recent M&A action listeners should be aware of? While the liquid biopsy products market has yet to reach a point of maturity seen in many medtech markets, It has seen intense activity over recent years. The sheer volume of companies currently commercialising and or developing liquid biopsy products is a testament to the fact that medtech companies and investors see the value and potential of the global liquid biopsy market. However, much of this activity has yet to result in significant revenues for most of the companies operating in the sector. Market leaders uh, include some of the biggest players in the in vitro diagnostics and life science research markets. These companies benefited from a number of factors that smaller competitors may not benefit from, including early market entry, established position in molecular diagnostics, large sales and marketing teams, uh, ability to strengthen their position through M&A and the the ability to leverage relationships with healthcare providers and accredited laboratories and access to financial resources and the ability to defend their IP position. One of the leaders in the liquid biopsy market is Illumina. Last summer, Illumina closed its planned reacquisition of Grail, even as antitrust regulators in the US and Europe plan to oppose the merger in court. Grail's gallery test, which can detect more than 50 cancers across all stages, could find cancers while they can still be treated. Other companies include Garden Health, Kyogen, Roche Diagnostics uh, and its Foundation Medicine subsidiary and Thermo Fisher Scientific. While they do not offer liquid biopsy assays, Biorad Laboratories and Menorini Silicon Biosystems are other leading competitors and offer testing platforms used to perform liquid biopsies. Illumina, Kyogen, Roche Diagnostics and Japan's Sysmex Inostics are also major competitors offering these products. Some companies offer both liquid biopsy assays and platforms, for example, Illumina, Kyogen and Roche, allowing them to offer a wide range of products meeting various clinical needs from sample collection, assay preparation, and analysis. Other key players include Exact Sciences, which recently acquired Thrive Early Detection, 
Myriad Genetics, Neogenomics, and Chinese firms AmoyDX and Burning Rock Biotech. Fantastic. So just taking a snapshot of the market projection in the report, we can see that the total global sales for liquid biopsy products for oncology summed to around $2.3 billion in 2021. This is expected to almost double by 2024, representing huge market growth. What would you say are the leading causes of this? Well, this forecast assumes that the drivers of market growth, such as the increasing burden of cancer and accessibility to liquid biopsies, will intensify over the forecast period. New targeted therapies and companion diagnostics for targeted therapies will also help drive growth in liquid biopsy product sales. Commercialization of liquid biopsies in China and other Asian markets, including India and Japan, is also expected to accelerate over the next half decade, further driving market growth. Also, there are numerous planned product launches across early detection, both in multi-cancer and single cancer, companion diagnostics and therapy selection, and MRD monitoring, and major trials are due to complete, and these are expected to validate numerous biomarkers analysed by liquid biopsy. A couple of points to mention. Firstly, the market for therapy selection and companion diagnostics is potentially very large, but still largely underpenetrated and dominated by tissue-based genomic profiling. Recent US approvals of new targeted cancer therapies and liquid biopsy-based companion diagnostics and a favourable reimbursement environment that creates a clearer reimbursement level for liquid biopsy products are positive signs that this market is likely to grow rapidly over the forecast period. The main application for liquid biopsy testing therapy selection is for blood and lung cancers, where obtaining a tissue sample can be difficult. But reimbursement pathways have opened in the US for comprehensive tumor mutation profiling across all solid cancers. Secondly, and I mentioned before, molecular minimal residual disease monitoring and adjuvant therapy for blood and solid tumors is one of the most developed clinical markets for liquid biopsy products. There's already been regulatory progress in this space. Adaptive Biotechnologies received FDA approval for CloneSeq assay in 2018 for the detection and monitoring of MRD in patients with certain blood cancers. Natera's Signatera and Archer DX's PCM for solid tumours are among the assays that have been awarded breakthrough device designation by the FDA. US reimbursement pathways also exist for these applications, which is favourable. While liquid biopsy was first used to monitor blood cancers, where malignant cancerous cell is derived from B or T cell, a larger opportunity exists in solid cancers, as liquid biopsy offers the opportunity to non-invasively monitor cancer recurrence with regular sampling to either change, escalate uh, treatment in patients or de-escalate or avoid unnecessary treatment. The total addressable market in the US for recurrence and treatment monitoring for solid tumour cancers is potentially over $15 billion and is estimated to be only 1% to 2% penetrated currently. It's important to add balance to, the, to these uh, forecasts. The liquid biopsy product market is undergoing rapid change. Technological innovation, mergers and acquisitions, new company and product launches and government regulation will have an impact on the forecasts and analyses in this report. Fantastic. You uh, mentioned uh, a Chinese kind of market expansion. Are there any specific measures going on in China that are causing this? Well, China's position to overtake the US as the world's largest IVD market in the next few years, and cancer diagnostics and companion diagnostics are expected to have the best growth potential. Um, China is one of the most rigorous regulatory requirements for diagnostics, however. The Medical Product Administration and the China Food and Drug Administration are considering novel regulatory approaches and policy changes 
working with industry to guide companies seeking companion diagnostic product registration in China. In 2019, China established a regulatory pathway for companion diagnostics. And lung cancer in China accounts for 20% of all cancer deaths and is the leading cause of cancer death there. And the Chinese government's Healthy China Action Plan um, has made early prevention and treatment of cancers a priority. The plan aims to achieve an overall five-year survival rate of at least 43% by 2022 and 46.6% by 2030 among cancer patients. And it aims to reach a 55% unrising rate of early diagnosis for major high incidence cancer types, such as lung cancer, as well as implement regular screening for individuals at high risk. And there's a lot of companies coming out of China and developing liquid biopsy products, including Amoidex, Berry Oncology, Burning Rock, Foundation Medicine through an agreement with Dian Diagnostics Group and Genetron Holdings. Fantastic. So we've discussed kind of the market drivers, but moving over to market limiters, one of the more intangible but also impactful ones we've seen over the past year are legal and intellectual property suits, um, with a number of major lawsuits being filed in the US alone. In a rapidly growing and fiercely competitive market such as this, do legal disputes have the potential to bog the whole sector down and impact patients? Well, legal and intellectual property disputes are commonplace in nascent, potentially high growth markets as companies seek to assert their dominance and carve out a leading position. The liquid biopsy market is no different. Ongoing litigation could impact the ability of some companies to leverage their competitive advantage and ultimately limit availability of new technologies in some markets. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your time today, Phil, and your expertise. For more information on the liquid biopsy for oncology market, please head over to MedDevice Tracker's report library. You will find not only the report relevant to today's discussion, but also many, many more covering rapidly developing markets such as interventional neurology, drug delivery devices and ophthalmic surgical products, as well as reports detailing outlooks for 2022 and reports discussing upcoming regulatory changes in emerging sectors. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week. Bye bye. Thank you.